With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick show as we get ready to say goodbye to the month of May. NBA final starts Thursday night. Stanley Cup final on Saturday. Reggie Miller a little bit later on. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at uh, danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America. The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick show. Also, Get involved in Marvin's Cookout Playlist. Go to danpatrick.com right now and vote. And then tune in Friday to hear your winning playlist. And we've narrowed this down to the states of Colorado and Florida paying tribute to the NBA Finals. That's right. Let's go. Get your votes in. Okay. And then we ran down some of the famous music acts from those states yesterday. Yes, Marv. I was getting some flack on Twitter. Ooh. They said Limbiscuit's not a two-seed. I said, you guys weren't there in 1998. <laughs> I was, and they're not a number two seed. <laughs> Is it ripping somebody's head off? You guys don't like Fred Durst whining? Seton, is Limp Biscuit a two seed? Uh, man, are we being ironic or? Oh. Oh, you know, I just I played uh, Limp Biscuit not too long ago for my son because he was like, "What is rap rock? Like, what? That was like a real genre of music." Oh. And so I put that on, and within thirty seconds, he was like, "Oh no, okay. no, no! Please turn this off." Okay, all right. Please don't. Yeah, Paulie. Okay, then we got to open this up. Is Limp Biscuit the worst successful band of all time? They From were Florida. very well. We could we could open it up. I don't know if they're the worst best as far as because. Hmm. Maybe embarrassing, embarrassing to say you liked. Okay, Creed. <laughs> Creed was bigger than Limp Biscuit. Oh, that's a hot, that's scalding hot take. Bigger? They, I, maybe. I mean, similar run. Creed maybe have a little bit of a longer run. I don't know. Scott Staff with arms wide open. I mean, come on. Yeah, Paulie. I'll never forget. We were at the World Series in San Francisco, and the actor Andy Garcia agreed to do our show. Billy Crystal, the famous comedian, agreed to do our show. They were doing this thing on the field. And Scott Stapp from Lim from Creed said, no. And, you know, the strange part with that is I played golf with him. And, uh, you know, I had a great time with him. Met his son. I think he named his son after Mick Jagger. And I thought, all right, hey, go ask Scott. See if he wants to join it. He was singing the anthem. 
Yeah, seen. I'm seeing here that Limp Biscuit worldwide has sold 40 million albums. All right. Now, do you want to go over or under for Creed? I'm going over. Worldwide. I'm going over. Over. 40? Yes. I'm going 55 million. Dang, Dan, 53 million. You almost oh, nailed it. Nobody knows Creed. It. Yeah. Yeah. How I, did you have that information just off the top of your head? I have no idea. There's a lot of useless information in there. Welcome to the program, already in progress, as you can tell. Seton, what kind of poll question do we have? Wait, are we going to have, is Limp Biscuit the worst, most popular band of all time? Worst, best band? Worst, best. Is yeah. it worst, best, or best, worst? Worst, successful band. Because they were successful. I'm sure they made a lot of hits and money over that two or three year window. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't want to single them out like that. I have to do the poll question if we don't. That's true. That is true. I think they'd rather have this coverage than no coverage. Really? The Biscuits? I don't know if they're... Re- are they I still think playing? they've been on tour lately, actually. Yeah. I did it for the looky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out Owen. Uh, uh, so out Owen. That's, uh, that's my plan from Verizon. That gives you control of your phone plan, and we <laughs> want to give you control over Marvin's cookout playlist. Go to danpatrick.com right now and vote. Then tune in Friday to hear your winning playlist. What other poll questions do we have? Uh, why don't we jump into some GM situations, Dan? Uh, Warriors GM Bob Myers stepping down. All right. uh, do you think he's stepping down because it was time, as he said? He wants a new gig, or maybe has a new gig, or he wanted to get out of there before, <laughs> I don't know, maybe some contracts. Okay, but it's time. It's time because why? There has to be a reason why it's time. Is it health, burnout? Is there another job? Luxury tax. <laughs> are you going to bring Steve Kerr back for one more year? What are you going to do with Draymond Green? You know, they got some issues there. But, you know, Bob Myers, it's hard to be famous as a GM. Let's take Jerry West out of this. Red Arbach was a brilliant GM as well. But it's hard. Uh, Theo Epstein, you know, got famous for being a GM, building two different championship rosters. Uh, Brian Cashman with the Yankees, famous as a GM. But Bob Myers, in an organization where you would think he would be overshadowed because they have Steph and they have Clay and they have Steve Kerr, he was available to the media and he made a lot of interesting moves. He brought in Kevin Durant, he traded for Andre Iguodala, he drafted Draymond Green. He did a lot of really, he uh, traded for uh, Andrew Wiggins, who had been a disappointment as the number one player drafted by Minnesota. Now, he also whiffed on James Wiseman and Jonathan Kuminga, Moses Moody. But he is part of the reason why they became a dynasty. But I don't even think he's 50 years of age. And the only thing I thought was, well, the Knicks just let their GM go. Would he want that challenge? And by the way, aren't the Knicks succeeding? That you let your GM go, you don't extend his contract. And I thought that the Knicks were sort of on an uptick here. Made the playoffs a couple of times. And I would have thought you're doing a pretty good job there. Right, Marvin? They can't handle success. Oh, okay. They're like, we're doing well? <laughs> we can't have this. <laughs> yeah, we, Time to panic. I yeah. mean, you finally get a little stability. You get a decent roster. You're making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, let's not keep this guy. But I don't know if Bob Myers wants to be a GM again. Maybe they let, you know, they got the Knicks let go of their GM because Bob Myers is available. Is there a coincidence here? Is there timing here? I have no idea. But I do think the Golden State Warriors, 
like they're holding on to the last remnants of being a dynasty here. As Steph, his age, uh, Clay, uh, I think he's got one more year, at like forty-three million. Do you bring Draymond back? How long do you sign Draymond for? Does Steve Kerr want to coach longer? I think he's got one more year left on this contract. There's a lot of, and and they don't have that nucleus there. So you got Jordan Poole, but I don't know who he is anymore after what happened with Draymond. That that nucleus that was going to take you into the next decade here, they're not great. And Wiseman was already traded. Kaminga's probably going to be available. And I just wonder, you know, they'll still be a formidable team because you have Steph and Clay, and if Draymond's back for one more year. But this this appears to be the end of the road here coming up. So I thought it was a big deal that Bob Myers stepped down. Yes, Paulie? I wonder if a guy like him looks at this and says, all the things you just said, I don't want to be here for the downside because that affects me and what a uh, hot property I am for another team or another franchise in another sport yeah. or, or a bigger job. You know, you, you don't, you're, if you leave now, you're intact. And you leave by choice. You take a nice gap year, whatever you want to do, and then people will break the bank to get you. Well, you're under 50. I think he's 48. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of opportunities out there for him if he wants them. Uh, I think it was reported that Kevin Durant reached out to him about maybe joining the Phoenix Suns, whether that's true or not. Uh, but I, I could understand if you're Kevin Durant, like I know what that guy did in Golden State bringing me in, and maybe that's what he could help us with the Phoenix Suns. But I don't know how that works, you know, with Golden State, or they just they let him go and – don't you don't you have to have like a window where you can't work for somebody else for a year or something? You think he's got a non compete? Is there a non compete? We have it in our business. I don't know if they have it as a GM. You can't compete. Okay, you're gonna sit out for a year. But Bob Myers, you know, he's been a great architect in today's NBA to stand out as a GM. He's done a pretty good job. Yeah, Paul. I know you could trade for a coach, but can you trade for a GM? Could you trade like a player for a GM? That'd be a good time. Like if. I, I, players have been, or compensation and draft picks for coaches. Yeah. Let's say a team acquired Bob Myers where they owe compensation to the Warriors. I would have traded for Jerry West as a GM. <laughs> I would have given up a couple of first-round picks for Jerry West. Yeah. Sure. And it, I get the Cubs had to pay to get Theo Epstein. I don't think they did, but it, they, it would have been well worth it. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, any other poll questions that you have there? By the way, the Oakland A's have won two in a row. That, yeah. No, that's what it sounded like last night. That's live audio. That, that's live audio. Yeah. Of, of, Let's go, A's. <laughs> hey, hot dog. Hey, hot dog. The video of that kid running around the bases is just uh, unbelievable. Prior to the start of the game with the Oakland A's, some kid ran onto the field and ran the bases backwards, and nobody stopped it. And and was able to get back up into the stands. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if somebody even bothered to get him when he was there. When but... he got back in the stands, they just doubled attendance. <laughs> they, I think they helped him get back into the stands. Your A's are 12 and 45. Uh, they've won two in a row. Yeah. Yeah, could be three tonight. If you go to the Oakland A's website, and you'll see that you can get tickets, it ranges from $10 to $370. Imagine somebody paying $370 to go to see the Oakland A's. If I got to sit on the bench... I still wouldn't pay three seventy. Oh no! To pl- to sit on the bench in uniform. Oh, you get like a uniform for the day. Do I get to shower <laughs> with, a, with a bunch of <laughs> underpaid men? Yeah. 
What the heck deal? Yeah, okay. Do I get to take BP? You know? No, that would be oh, a okay. upcharge. Okay, all right. You'd have to be a sales guy to do that. So the <laughs> we had a sales guy, a couple of sales guys we worked at ESPN. They got to do everything. We, we would be at the All-Star game, and then we would see the sales guys who would sell our radio show, and they'd be like, they'd have uh, helmets and, and bats and jerseys and gloves and autographed balls, and we'd be like, where have you been? Oh, we got to take BP. You know? Oh. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> they had the greatest time. They'd be like, uh, hey, where are you guys going to dinner? And i go, I don't know. We have no plans. Oh, yeah, we just went to this unbelievable steakhouse. I'd be like, Okay. All right. We're staying at the Four Seasons. Yeah. That's where you guys where are, Where right? are you staying? I'm, yeah. We're staying at the Holiday Inn. What's he doing oh. on deck circle? We're going to actually let him play in the third inning? Yeah. But he would always, this one guy would always come up, and he, he was on scholarship constantly. And then he would, he would always talk to Paulie. Paulie, how you doing? Good show today. <laughs> yeah. you know, what are you doing tonight? Yeah, we're going to uh, Ruth Chris. Yeah. Couldn't get a res over at the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, uh, we're going to the commissioner's party. What yep. are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I was get just, a res. I was going to uh, Taco Bell, I think. Good uh, for you. And then he'd look to talk yeah. to someone more important. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. My per good show. diem is twenty-seven fifty, so I can't, yeah. can't yeah. do that. Going to Carl's Jr. He would always look past you because he knew that there had to be somebody more important <laughs> around you. And you'd be talking to him, and, and he would move to the side, so I would move to where his head was, so we'd make eye contact. Played wing foot last week, Paulie. <laughs> yeah. Played 36. How yeah. about you? You at the yeah. driving range? What are you doing? Uh, I got to go to Augusta <laughs> to play. Oh, man, that's just tough, all this travel. <laughs> I'm beat. Going to go get a massage. See you guys. Yeah. Yeah, those, those were our salespeople there. Yes, Paul. So if you go to the A's website, the first thing on the whole website is tickets, single-game tickets. Okay. The second tab is new ballpark. Yay! Look yeah. at this ballpark yeah. we yeah. might be building in. In Las Vegas. Yeah. But I like that it's, I think, 30,000 seats, so it won't feel as empty when you have 30,000 there as opposed to the Oakland Coliseum. And, yes, I have been to a baseball game at the Oakland Coliseum and sat upper deck and watch the A's against the Kansas City Royals. That's baseball. Yes, Marv? Please tell me it was George Brett's Royals. No, no it was not. It was Mike Sweeney's Royals? It might have been Mike Sweeney's Royals there. Shout out to Mike Sweeney. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. I'm looking at the artist rendering of the A's proposed new stadium mm. in uh, Vegas. It is in an unbelievable spot. It's at the south end of the Strip. Just it's past, by Tropicana. It, yeah. I the, think Tropicana I've got it here hotel. right by the MGM Grand Okay, across from uh, Mandalay Bay Ooh. and the Luxor, which means you're probably okay. 10 minutes door-to-door to the airport. Honestly, you could be at the airport from the game in probably under 10 minutes. Hmm. It's in a real good spot. Okay. What kind of foot traffic are you going to get? I would think a lot with those. I, I just don't know, unless... You're going to go to the A's game, and they're going to make it fun to gamble. But I, I just don't know why. Nobody in Oakland wants to see them, but in Vegas, you're going to want to go I, see them? I wonder if they're thinking that there's thousands of people already in the buildings within blocks of us. It's easy to walk over and see a baseball game. Yes, Todd. Maybe you could have like one-armed bandits where you pull down, maybe win some merchandise or a free hot dog or beer or something like that right outside. Yeah. Have a couple of... Sure, why not? Set it up, why like not? Like using betting lingo, calling it one-armed bandits. <laughs> one-armed bandits. Like this is 1971. <laughs> That'll be the slot machines. A roulette wheel. Mr. Vegas. Behind that, right field. That, that, you strike me as a one-armed bandit guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dog, hot dog, beer. Ah. Oh, almost got a free hot dog. <laughs> 
play again. Let's try it. Okay. So what's the poll question we're going to go with? Uh, why don't we go with the Warriors, GM? Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't want to bang on Limp Biscuit. I don't I'm not familiar with Look their you're music. protecting the brand of I, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I was Good I was you. I was selling Scott Stapp and Creed. Which of them is more Florida of a band? Oh wow. Because, I mean, really, when I think of Florida, I think of, like, two live crew first, but I'm not putting them in this category. Mm, no. I have too much respect. Yeah, that's, that's mean-spirited. Yeah, not I'm not watching. No, no, not, not no. a chance. Yeah. Um, but which one is more Florida? I would think Creed is. Really? Tank yeah. tops flowing hair. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. But Fred Durst, Oakley's on the top of your hat, hat backwards. Hat backwards. Mm. Right. Mm. Bar- barbed wire tattoo. Ooh. Now, do you have the barbed wire tattoo all the way around Checking. his arm? Because uh, that's the easy way out when you do the barbed wire. you got to go all the way around. But you got to lift forever. you got to do arms <laughs> and eyes and tries forever once you get that tat. Nobody thinks about what they're going to look like 20 years after they get the tattoo. When it kind of when when you go oh what's that name on your arm and it, it's just it starts to droop you know the letters start to blend together, but I don't know if Fred Durst was a guy who was jacked to begin with. This dude just said uh, he knew a guy in high school with a vanity plate that said Roland. Just Roland, one of their songs. Roland, okay, <laughs> Roland. All right. <laughs> I'm not well versed in with an apostrophe <laughs> over the end. I don't I don't know about Limp Biscuit. So Limbiscuit Day, if Florida wins, new metal day. Oh gosh! If Florida Panthers or the Miami Heat win, then we might have to have a Limp Biscuit Day. I don't know that Colorado has a a comparable. Uh, ooh, you know, like an apples to apples for Limp Biscuit and Creed. Good I, for them. I don't know that. Yeah, I mean, at first I thought that Colorado was going to get crushed in this poll question, but I don't know now. They might win by. Losing. Like, they don't have somebody to compete against these guys. <laughs> it, it might be the Trent Dilfer quote. You can't win by losing. In this case, you might. You might be able to. All right, let me take a break here. Let me take a break. Crush that thing. We got sidetracked here. This is why we don't win a sports Emmy. Levitard yesterday's on the show, and then his lights go out, and he's doing it by his candlelight. All right. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. 
It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour this Wednesday. Dan and the Dan at Dan Patrick Show. Reggie Miller will stop by. We'll see what he has to say about his good buddy Mark Jackson, his former teammate, Mark is going to be taking some heat when he arrives in Denver. Mark, of course, left the Joker off his MVP ballot. Now, he said, hey, I'm sorry, but when you apologize now, that doesn't solve anything. Hey, you're sorry, but you still didn't put the Joker on your top five ballot for MVP. Whatever happened to, and I'm sorry. That's all Mark is saying. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I left him off my ballot. And now he's going to be in Denver doing the games starting tomorrow night. Yes, Pauling. But Mark Jackson, it was an accident. It was like a, a brain moment where he just didn't do it. It wasn't on purpose. Like, and if he did that on purpose, he shouldn't say he's sorry, which he didn't. Well, why, why would fans be mad about that? I guess there were a couple of fans who got on him in Denver. And uh, Jeff Van Gundy was sticking up for Mark Jackson, saying that there's a couple of clowns here who won't let Mark apologize for making the mistake. I don't think Mark's vote prevented the Joker from winning the MVP. Now, if it did, then I could understand why they'd be a little frosty. But you got your team in the NBA Finals. That's the most important thing. Not an individual award. Like, what are you upset about? Because Mark didn't recognize the Joker? It's on him. Like, who cares? Plan a parade. Yes, Mark. I do love this lack of respect thing the Nuggets are going with. But Joker just won the last two MVP awards. So it's not like no one in the NBA doesn't respect his game. Well, if you want to talk about lack of respect, it would be the Miami Heat. It felt like every game they were eight-point underdogs against the Boston Celtics, and they'll be big underdogs here against the Denver Nuggets. They don't care. I, I haven't heard the oh, woe is me, Miami Heat. Eric Spolster, Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler said, hey, what's the motivation? Well, we can and we will win this series. That was it. There's nothing else that's been headline worthy here. But they don't come out and do a pity party. Oh, woe is me. You don't take us serious. Whatever it might be. And Denver should adopt the same thing. Who cares? Do you want an apology from Mark Jackson and not win the championship? You okay with that? Because that seems like it's so important. Joker already said Joel Embiid deserved it. Maybe maybe Joker goes over to Mark Jackson and gives him a hug, just like he gave a hug to uh, Matt Ishbia, the Suns owner. Like, make it all good so it goes away. And it shouldn't be a topic for the NBA Finals, but I feel like it will be. Yes, Paul? I do see how uh, Denver Nuggets fans, though, if they want to turn on national sports radio or national sports TV shows and their team is not being talked about after another playoff victory... And it's a, it's a throwaway line. The, and the Nuggets won, but what happens to blank? What happens to blank because of, you know, analytics for TV? I could see how that could be frustrating for a fan base. Yeah, but Denver's not exciting. No, but no. We're attracted to a story, a player exciting. Golden State fit all of that. But there's other teams that have bowed out of the playoffs that are not exciting to watch. 
You know, the Los Angeles Lakers aren't an exciting team. Yes, they're, they are. They're frustrating. No, teams. they got LeBron. That's not exciting. Uh, That's ratings gold. What, yeah, his People days are being, watching, you know, to see him win or lose. His days of being an exciting player are over. His he, days of being. He's still great TV. He is. Denver has a great team. Start to finish, best team. But they're not tune-in factor worthy. For If you're a casual basketball fan and you know the Nuggets are playing, you're going to breeze right by there. And if I said, oh, my God, Joker's playing. Jamal Murray's playing. Aaron Gordon's playing. You're not stopping. Michael Porter Jr. the third, you're not stopping. Golden State, you're stopping. Jimmy Butler, you're probably stopping. Celtics, you might because they're the Celtics. I mean, there's certain teams and players that you're going to watch. It's just, that's the fact. If you ask a TV executive, well, what do you think of Denver in the finals? If they were honest, they'd go, ooh. Well, you know, we hope for a seven-game series. Yes, Eden. It's odd, though, because their style of play is super exciting. Yes. It, they've been easily one of the most exciting teams to watch in the playoffs. Easily. But Joker is not exciting to a casual fan. I, I love the science of, of his approach every time down, of how he sees it, it's, it's a chess game for him. I love it, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't render ratings. It's not like you go, oh, my God. How many times did we say during the entire year? The last couple of years where you went, did you see Joker last night? Exactly. It didn't happen. But we would talk about Steph, or we'd talk about LeBron, or Giannis, or Embiid, uh, Luka. There'd be certain players that you talked about them individually. Now, I'm going to watch it. And I hope others do. As I said when the playoffs started, when, when the Nuggets played the Lakers, I said, I hope people get a chance to see the Joker in action. Because you're going to watch because you have to, because you're tuning in to watch the Lakers. And by proxy, you're going to see the best player in the game right now. And he proved that. And will probably continue to prove that in the NBA Finals here. I, I love that we're at least a, you know able to watch him play a game. Because if you're watching for highlights... You're not getting highlights out of the Joker. Yes, Eden. Well, that's what's so weird. That there's things that don't add up. How can the best player in the game not be exciting? You know, how can you have a boring triple double? You know, but that it kind of happens. Yes, it does. Yes. It's, it's very odd, though. It doesn't make sense because right, he'll get a rebound and then that outlet pass to Aaron Gordon, who's already halfway down the court, monster jam. It's a, an exciting play, but. Not from his part of it. <laughs> no, Luca will give you a triple double, but Luca will give you more exciting plays, and he shoots deep. Uh, but you know, Luca is sort of a a smaller version of the Joker with a little better range there. But they're great, you know, both great passers. Uh, they get their shots. They do everything for their team. But Joker is playing at a really, really high level. It's just not an exciting high level. Yeah, Marv. You may have a point, but I think <laughs> Jamal Murray, I think he can be incredibly exciting. When he gets hot, like when he got hot against the Lakers in the fourth quarter, it was like he was throwing up horse shots. So I think they have some exciting pieces, but the Joker, you know, kind of bumbling and stumbling. Like I think the look of the Joker, <laughs> like if he was built like Bam Adebayo, I think it may be different, but I think it's the... <laughs> I'd rather have the guy who's a little looser. <laughs> no, no, play. no, no, but I'm saying the build, not... The game itself, just because I think it's the, the old guy at the wide look. Well, sometimes we like to see somebody do something that we can't do. 
That's what. But we, we right? also like fat basketball players. Well, you know, he he's going to be able to play that way for another 15 years because it's not like they go, hey, he's going to slow down or uh, he's not going to be able to jump. This is who he's going to be for the next 10 years. Now he's going to dominate. Right? It's not like he's, oh, my God, he's lost a step. He didn't have a step to lose. Yeah, Paul. I think the days of Jokic being doughy are three years ago. He, I think the guy is jacked now. And there's some guys who have different muscle tone. Like Kobe Bryant, to me, always was a guy who who never had like the defined muscle tone of Michael Jordan or or LeBron, who's gigantic. Yeah, but who does? Right. But like Kobe Bryant, it was always kind of like he was always in great shape, clearly, but he never looked jacked, like or big or strong. And and Jokic has the same thing. He does not look jacked, but he's. My guess is you wouldn't want to push against him. But I don't yeah. tune in to see if somebody's jacked. I mean, if that's the case, there have been a lot of guys who've been in the league where you go, that guy's jacked. Can he play? No, but he looks good. Like Kevin Willis, the power forward yeah, for the Atlanta Kevin Falcons. Kevin Willis, he was jacked. Chris Wilcox. Yeah, mm, yes. yeah. but it's not a knock on them because I'm going to watch because I love, you know, good quality, pure basketball. And they, they run. Um, you know, they've got scores, they bang the boards, they do the right thing, they make the ex- extra pass. It's just not exciting. Just not. Lakers-Celtics would have been more exciting and more eyeballs on it. That's all. It's just, just the reality of it. Uh, Scott in Jacksonville. Hi, Scott. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Uh, I, I think I have the explanation that you've been craving Okay. about the... Um, NHL being the final and the NBA being the finals. Okay. With the NHL, you're referring to the Stanley Cup, the trophy, a singular item. So it's final. With the NBA, you're talking about a group, the association. So it's finals. And that's what I got. Are they both correct? In my mind. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all that matters. It's correct in Scott's mind. He sure sounds like he knew what he's talking about. But you get the Stanley Cup, and that makes it a final. You win the Larry O'Brien trophy. It's also a singular thing. Yes. I think the NHL, while not an association, I believe it is a league <laughs> involving multiple people. I, I think Stanley Cup final would be grammatically correct because it's a series of games. That it's an event. It's not in But it's final. But... The entire event is the final. It's not. No, but if the last game would be the final. Right. Yeah, but I think the entire process is called the Stanley Cup final. I think grammatically the NHL is winning this one. Because the NBA finals, there's not multiple finals. There's multiple games. But the finals is an event. Mm. I think. Okay. Well, I've covered both of them and had to I'd be corrected Sometimes it's Stanley Cup final. Better grammar, NHL or NBA. (laughs) Whole question. And why an association? Why did they come up with an association? Like, why not a league? Yeah, more. And the best part about that is guys who want to get to the NBA, they say, I want to get to the league. Yeah. They never say, I want to get to the association. Yeah. So change it to the NBL. NBL Finals. Oh, let's do it. Yes, he. And why does baseball put their sport in the middle and not the end? Or, or excuse at me, end. at the end and not the middle. Mm-hmm. Like Major League Baseball, but everybody else is National, National Football League. National, National Football League. League. Yeah. National Hockey. 
So major baseball league. <laughs> All right. So we're going to change that too. That's what it. If That's it, a lot to change. If in it one followed day. the other sports, it yeah. would be NBL. I don't think they want to follow the. You other playing sport. in the NBL. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me get to uh, Seth in West Virginia. Then uh, we'll take a break. Reggie Miller will join us coming up. Hi, Seth. Hey, Dan. Uh, 510-235. Thank you. And I got some music suggestions from Marvin. Casey and the Sunshine Band. And and are they Florida? They are Florida. That's where they get the sunshine in their name. All right. I like that. Do a little dance. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you could have a whole cookout just on their playlist. Mm. But I was wondering, could we throw in, if Denver gets the vote, could we throw in some Gilligan's Island because Bob Denver played Gilligan? Uh, okay, it's a stretch. But if we're going to throw in John Denver and Bob Denver played Gilligan, yes. yes Colorado Mark. adjacent. Oh, okay. No to both. Okay. Go ahead. Whoa, no to Casey. <laughs> no to Casey and the Sunshine Band? Oh, no, no, no. The they were saying, no, they're saying Bob Denver and John Denver. Okay. I said their last names are just well, part of Colorado. If you want to get John Denver, wouldn't be bad to shoehorn him in there to the cookout playlist. That's good radio, man. Okay. Calypso. <laughs> <laughs> Casey and the Sunshine Band for sure. Though. Okay. All right. Yeah. They were a thing for a while. They, they seem like they had a run. Yeah, they they did. Yeah, Lim Biscuit has run. Yeah, Paulie. The National Basketball Association was originally called the Basketball Association of America, the BA, the B A A. Yeah, and then golf and tennis have a tour, right? So the Basketball Association of America was founded in 1946, yeah. and then it merged with the NBL. Mm. And that's where the NBA was formed. Let me take a break. Reggie Miller will save the program coming up next here. Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental health podcast. And each week we try to help turn our mental health issues into mental wealth. And we dive in with everyone from the world of sports and entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who could help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. So each week, listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, a mental health podcast on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. 
It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Streets of Detroit returns to the IndyCar circuit. The world's fastest drivers roll into the Motor City Sunday 3 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. The return of Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer, Turner Sports NBA analyst, and uh, he was working in the garden when the Heat came in and stole the Eastern Conference Finals. What was it like pre-game? What were you? What was your thought pre-game with that atmosphere in the garden? It was absolutely electrifying uh, in the garden. They had perhaps maybe the best hype tape I had ever seen before. The crowd was jacked. They had a mixture of video of the Red Sox. I believe that was that 04. 04 when they came back from 3-0 versus the Yankees. So they had that spliced in with a lot of game footage and post-game interviews of game six. And I'm here to tell you that crowd was absolutely pumped. The atmosphere was there. And then 20 seconds into the game, the balloon somewhat popped because, and I said this on air, um, and you know this very well, your stars set the tone. They set the tone in the first quarter of how we're going to play. Are we going to be aggressive? I'm going to go after that. And sometimes that can have a negative effect as well. When Tatum went down with the ankle injury and he didn't pop up quickly enough, and you could see on his face that he had rolled it pretty well, to me, that set the tone of how the Celtics were going to play. Again, it's just a feeling I have, a gut feeling, having been in that situation when we were in the conference finals versus Chicago when I had a twisted ankle playing against Jordan and the Bulls, and you're not 100%. Your guys feed off of that. I felt his teammates fed off of that, and they played like that. Before we get to the matchup, you mentioned the matchup against Jordan and the Bulls. What did you make of Scottie Pippen's comments that Mike, when he first got into the league, was a horrible basketball player. I, I think it's more war choice that we're focusing in on here. Um, the word horrible. No, it wasn't horrible because he was a top three player at the time. He was an all-NBA player. He was electrifying. Horrible means he couldn't – is like a role player. I, I think, um, and to Scotty's point, and what he's trying to say is, Mike didn't start winning and playing team basketball until I got on the team. I think, again, people want to play – look, we know there's an ongoing do – do we want to call it a few between? It feels uh, – well, there is on Scotty's side. It feels like – Yeah, on Scotty's side. Look, Michael says, look, I didn't win until Scotty got here. Michael, he has said that plenty of times. I think for whatever reason, that whole Last Dance documentary really has been a trigger – for, for Pippen, and I think it was just poor word choice in saying horrible because he wasn't horrible, um, but he is correct in he wasn't playing a brand of team basketball that was winning basketball until Pippen got there. 
that that is true, but horrible, not so much. But you know what? When we talk about great teams of all time, it's usually Shaq and Kobe's Lakers, or it might be the big three with you know Bird and McHale and Parrish, uh, Drexler, Elijah Wan when they were together, um, you know, Magic and Kareem. We don't say Jordan and Pippen. Yeah, we do. No, we yeah. say Jordan's Bulls. No, no, we say the we say the six feet, the two three piece, and you do say Jordan and Pippen. You just don't say Jordan because again, I think the public pick. does. Reg, I, I, Mike was too big. It's it's Jordan's Bulls. Okay, basketball purists say Jordan Pippen. The casual fan will say Jordan. Yes, fair enough. Yeah, and I wonder about that with Scotty. That you know. It feels like he is still crying out for, you know, somebody to hug him and just say, you were great. That's it. Right? That's exactly it. Uh, Don't forget me, guys. I'm over here. I was a part of it. I mean, Steve Kerr, Horace Grant, they all almost say the same thing. You don't hear Dennis Rodman saying anything like this. Again, I think – Mike and Scotty need to get into a room and hash out whatever this difference is between them because Chicago and that run of six championships, I don't know if that'll ever be done again. And those two guys are central figures of why they're, why the Bulls are viewed as one of the greatest franchises of all time. Yeah, but you're not going to get them in the same room. You got Scotty's ex with Michael's son. I mean, oh, now you're muddying up the water. No, now. I'm just no, telling no, you, no, they no, muddied no, up the water. water. They muddied. I didn't. I just noticed the color of the water. Look, I, I, I'm not going to get into people's personal business. Okay, that's, all right. That's, I'm, we're talking exes and yes, O's. Yes, we are. No, not no, person. it's it's Scotty's ex. <laughs> and <laughs> Reggie You're Miller, right. We're, <laughs> X's and X's and O knows. I think that's what it is. We're talking to Reggie Miller, the Hall of Famer. I mentioned, <laughs> with no disrespect to Joker, but he's not exciting to watch. He's unbelievably great, you know, great player. But, you know, the casual basketball fan, will they tune into the NBA Finals? Yeah, probably not. I, the casual fan, no. Not unless probably after games three or four, if it's, you know, 2-2 two, two, and interest starts to build. But, uh, again, Denver, Miami, it's not sexy. Uh, but, again, the basketball purists like you and myself uh, – I want to see Joker play. I love what he does on the floor and for his teammates. Same with Jimmy Butler. The warrior mentality, the underdog, the eight seed. I mean, think about it. They beat a one, they beat a two, and they beat a five seed. That's unbelievable. So, yeah, there's storylines there, but it's not LeBron. It's not KD. It's not the Boston Celtics. So, yeah, your casual fan probably won't tune in until it matters or means something. But I think your basketball peers who love the game of basketball obviously will tune in. All right. What do you do with Jalen Brown if you're the Celtics? Uh, You've got to resign him. Look, you've got two young players, 26 and 25, that are just coming into their own. And um, 
you can't lose him for nothing. I'm sure you can get a sign and trade, but you've got to find a way. You got to open up the piggy bank. And to me, Tatum and Brown were arguably one of the greatest duels in our games today. You've got KD and Booker. Um, you can put LeBron and AD in there if you want. Um, Luca and Kyrie, if they happen to stay together. But certainly Tatum and Brown, to me, is one of the better duos in our game. Young duos, too. Let them grow together. And here's the thing. They've been in the finals before. They, were in, they just got beat in game seven of the conference. This is a team that's tested, right? They're that close. To break it up now, to have a knee-jerk reaction to this season, um, no. I open up the piggy bank and sign that man. Do you want to tie up a half a billion dollars in two players who play a similar style? I would, and I would build around that. Again, if we are, it's one game. If they win game seven, are we really talking about should we, you know, re-sign him? No, it would have been back-to-back trips to the finals. Um, Jay, two, two young players. I, I do it. I really do. It's a lot of money. And yeah, two, not only are they two two-way players, too. They both play defense as well. Yeah. It's hard to come by. You need length in this game. And they're 6'7", six, 6'8", six, uh, long. They both can score. They both can defend Theodore. Yeah, I do it. Okay, explain this logic to me. That you shoot the three. Now you're down by double digits. You keep shooting the three to try to come back, and you're not making... They, Reg, they were 7 for 40 from three-point range before they made their last two. What? Can't we get to the free throw line? Can't we take it to the hoop? What's wrong with the two? Can I can I get something get, that gives us a little bit of confidence instead of jacking up threes? That was their problem all postseason, in my opinion, for Boston. Um, but that's how they played all year. Um, I think what was lost is they were a top 10 defensive team and a top 10 offensive team. Come postseason, they left their defense in the regular season and became just – it was all about shooting threes and we're going to outscore you. And they lost their defensive identity. To me, that was in a nutshell, the downfall for the Celtics. They lost their, their defensive. What got them here? What made them um, so great last year? To me, they were a much better team defensively because this season, they let their offense dictate how they played. If they weren't shooting the three well, as we saw in a lot of games in the conference finals, it affected their defense, yeah. and they couldn't recover from that. And how they played in game six, if they had played the whole postseason like that, they had a won championship. That's how the, the Celtics were supposed to play because as bad as they shot from three in game six in Miami and found a way to win that ball game, on the defensive end, if they would have played like anywhere near that in game seven, they would have beat Miami. More likely to have a sweep or a seven-game series in the finals? I don't think it's going to be. It won't be a sweep, um, but it won't be a seven-game series either. I can make a case for both teams um, because no one wanted to talk about how good Denver and Jokic was. They're the most balanced, well-rounded, well-coached, and Coach Malone, the deeper team. 
But we also said that about Milwaukee. <laughs> we also said that about Boston. And what did Miami do? They ran right through them. Well, not ran because they did those seven games with Boston. But they were up 3-0 and then got chased down and then had to win on the road in game seven. And something special is, is brewing. The only reservation I have with Miami is will they have enough bodies? Again, I know Hero is targeting game three or four possibly, so you're going to get a 20-point score back. But how effective will he be having been off six weeks or so? Um, do they have enough bodies? But the emergence, the emergence of Caleb Martin throws kind of a wrinkle in this a little bit. How he has played, especially in the conference finals, that's why I think something special could be happening oh. in South Florida. I really do. It's not like Denver's been – this is the first trip to the NBA Finals for Denver. They're a little green. Are you well, calling it? Are you hinting or are you calling it? I'm calling it. I'm going to go out on a limb here. If Jimmy Butler can play like he played in game two and seven consistently, he doesn't always have to have huge games, but dictate and control the pace of the offense and how they perform defensively, yes, Theodore. I'm going to say wow. Miami and Miami and six. Okay. All right. By the way, I saw where Jeff Bezos is renting a house in Malibu. Kenny G's is Kenny G. Does he live close to you? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what did you say about Jeff? Did, yeah, they're just. Yeah. Does oh. Does Kenny G yeah. live? Yeah, he, we're all we're all in the same block here. So you live by Kenny G. Malibu is so small. We all live by one another. <laughs> okay, are you the most famous person on your street? Yes. But within ear distance, I'm a, a nobody to a few people. But on this particular walk... Give me, give me one yeah. in the area. You don't have to give any address, but just in the area, who's more famous than you? More famous? Yeah. Someone just bought a $120 million home right down the street, and all the single ladies, all the single ladies, and oh. <laughs> Wait, I thought they bought a $200 million home. Oh, was it $200 million? Did I shortchange them by saying Yes, 100? and they and they paid, I they paid I apologize, cash. I apologize. I got to give you your due. Jay-Z. So, yeah, they're right down the street. Yes, Seton. I have here just a couple of years ago, a Canadian billionaire bought a $120 million Malibu mansion, and that had set all kinds of records. But I think that Jay-Z and Beyonce just broke that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're neighbors. They're, side, they're almost side by side, those two properties. But you don't go, like, trick-or-treating over there. I, when I need a cup of sugar, I'm, I'm headed right down no, there. No, no, Jay, oh, yes, I no Jay-Z is not letting you on. No, he's oh, not. Oh, I need some <laughs> sugar, home. What, what, Paul? Yeah, the house uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce bought in Malibu, 30,000 square feet, Reg, uh, price of $200 million. That's a record for Malibu. 177 was the record. Well, all I gotta say is thank you because property values, yes. you know, my property values should change. So yeah. thank you. And then Jeff thank Bezos you. is renting Kenny G's property, six hundred thousand dollars a month. Uh, what? Yes. Yes. 
It's good to be back in Malibu. You know what? You should you should you should have rented it out. You could have rented out the crib and then, you know. <laughs> when the kids get older, maybe. When yeah. the kids get older, maybe, yeah. Um is Mark Jackson going does he have to apologize on the air? To start out game one for not voting for Joker in his top five for MVP. I think he's already done that because he had them in the Western Conference Finals versus the Lakers. Okay. So I'm sure he heard it <laughs> from the Denver Nuggets faithful. I, look, I talked to Mark. He says, look, it was a mishap because he was thinking about all NBA team because he was going to put Joel Embiid on the first team because he was going to be his MVP. So he was filling out what he assumed to be the all-NBA team, and that's why Joker was so low on his MVP voting thing. Do you think it bothers no. Joker? Is it no, not at all. Not at all. To be a three-peat as MVP would not matter to him? I'm sure it would have mattered to him, but... I mean, that puts him in there with a couple of guys. You're you're basing this conversation off what you saw in the postseason from Embiid. Because Embiid, during the regular season, don't you think he deserved the MVP or was in the running or no? Oh, no, he's in the running, but he didn't deserve it. It's... I, I think that... He was... You're basing this right now knowing that Denver's in the finals and... Joel Embiid is in the Bahamas right now. You're basing that a little bit off that. Well, no, I said it at the end of the year that it changed when Kendrick Perkins talked about the makeup of the voters, and it changed because, you know, the betting favorite was Joker. Joker was going to win the MVP, and then it changed with a couple of weeks left, and Embiid played great. That You know, the last couple of weeks he played great. But I, Joker and didn't Joker do anything didn't, to lose. He did not... Yes, he. Yeah, Denver didn't play great. Yes, absolutely. I think it cost him the MVP. But I said, you know how this works. Sometimes it's your turn. Uh, mm-hmm. The media decides it's your turn. It's Carl Malone's turn. It's Charles Barkley's turn, right? Right. But if you ask the Joker, the MVP that he really wants is still in front of him. That's the most important MVP. And if they play, and if he plays like he did versus the Lakers, then he will have that third MVP. It just will become finals MVP, and that's the only MVP any of these players ever want. By the way, I'm not up on Jay-Z lyrics, but I know LeBron sent out a cryptic Jay-Z lyric about something about being number one, but what about when I'm not here anymore, or something like that. I didn't see it. Okay. I, I, I you know, what is going on with LeBron? He's not going anywhere. Come on. He's, he's owed two years, one at 47 and one at, what, 49.50? Uh, that was emotion talking right there. That was – Yeah, but that's uh, a lot. This just happened that he put out some cryptic – He is not going lip- anywhere. He just wants a, some leverage to have Rob Palinka tweak that roster a little bit. Maybe I know Kyrie's being floated out there. I'm not sure that's the answer, but he wants control. Still wants that control. Yeah, but why would he lose control just because he got swept? That all of a sudden they're going to go, no, LeBron, you don't get to have any control here. He's still in charge. Yeah, well, he's not going anywhere, people. He's not walking away from Have you been to LeBron's house? I have not. 
Taco Tuesday. Nor, nor have I ever been asked. Oh, okay. The yeah. biggest house you've been to. What are you? Why? Why are we getting into big houses? Who cares? <laughs> I do. It's just material objects. <laughs> That's all. You cannot take any of this to the grave. I know. I'm happy. Who cares how big someone's house is? Give me the most impressive house you've been in. Come on. Uh, I was probably say back in the day, my Indiana days, our owner, uh, Herb Simon, had an impressive spread out there in Carmel, Indiana. All right, but that doesn't count. Oh, see, here you want the glitz and the glare. Here you go. I told you. I, you can't you be a bowler. You, you can't be you. a bowler in Indiana. Come on. Why not? Come on. You get a, a nice spread. I know, I know you can. Get a lot of land <laughs> in Indiana. Now, is it 30,000 square feet like Hope and Bay? No. But. It's nice. He's Reggie Aloysius Miller Jr. the third, and he's picking the Miami Heat in six. I am something special brewing. And you got and you're a Bruin and you got a red shirt on there. Not that I did it for the Heat. Miami right? Heat. Oh, okay. And once again, it's X's and O nos. Just let you know. Oh, no, no, no. Not my bad. My bad. I know I should have stopped. Uh, great to talk to Come you. Come on now, Pimp. Thank you. Come on, it's not horrible, Pimp. That's that's Reggie Miller, Hall of Famer. Love uh, you, thank you, Reg. That's I want to know about these homes. Well, and I saw where Kenny G's renting his house out for six hundred thousand dollars a month and Jeff Bezos. Yeah, see. What's the most impressive house you've ever been in? Hmm. Taj Mahal. Is that a like, house? Isn't that like a wonder of the world? Like yeah. Active house. I guess. Oh, an active house. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Where like you went to somebody's house and you were like, dang. Hmm. How about I take a break and I'll think about that. Put you on the spot there. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have. I've been to anybody's house that I went, wow. Hmm. I could stay here and they'd. Never. Oh, no, no. Oh, wait. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. 
It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 